Welcome to the New Britain Herald and Bristol Press Stories of the Week. My name is Matt Hornick, and each Thursday, my fellow reporter Catherine Shen and I will take you through some of the newspaper's most compelling stories. We will bring on some of our colleagues to give you inside looks at their work and further highlight the best reporting being done in our newsrooms. This week, I will be speaking with Catherine about her work on a story about Shante Smith, a woman who started a youth empowerment program called Enlighten Me. We discuss her reporting process and what she learned from working on this story. Welcome back to Stories of the Week. Uh, I'm Matt, and we're, I'm here with Catherine to talk about her story. How's it going, Catherine? Hey, Matt. How's it going? Doing pretty well. I'm doing all right as well. Uh, really interesting story. But before we get to that, uh, we're going to bring you some of the other top stories from this week. Just for starters, Connecticut uh, began phase three of reopening uh, about a week ago, and it's, it hasn't changed much for restaurants. They are allowed to increase their in, indoor capacity to 75% from 50%. But in terms of business, not much has changed because most people still don't want to eat inside, it appears. They're doing a lot of business, takeout and delivery, but still not that much beyond that other than with outdoor tables, which not every restaurant's been able to do. Erica Drizwicki did a very strong story on that reporting. Spoke to a lot of restaurant owners. You should check that out. And uh, another top story for you guys is, unfortunately, the Civilian Review Board has been rejected by a committee before making it back to Common Council. And there's been a lot of talk about this because people have spent months of discussions and revisions only to have it rejected before making it back to Council. So there is a possibility of it returning. It just depends on what people decide to do. So it's just something that's sort of on the ticket. And just stay tuned and see if anything else happens. There are a bunch of new businesses coming to Berlin as well, uh, including a bu- uh, some restaurants and a gym. Uh, Berlin Economic Development Director Chris Edge has been very adamant about making sure all the things go along as scheduled. So by the end of November, you should see a new gym called Strength in Numbers in town, as well as a pair of restaurants, the Pho Bar, which is doing customizable Vietnamese noodle soups, and uh, a Burger Boss, a hamburger restaurant, uh, all coming soon to Berlin. You have stories on that from myself, as well as Sierra Hooks. And in other coronavirus-related stories, uh, this one is a positive one, though, no pun intended, the Bristol Public Schools will actually be getting a $1.2 million funds to help with costs associated with reopening the schools. And uh, school district officials have said that the majority of the funds will be used towards academic and student support. So yay for that. And those are some of the top stories from the past week. And as always, you can find those stories on newburtonherald.com and bristolpress.com. So Catherine, you wrote this really interesting story about Shante Smith and this new company she started called Enlighten Me LLC. Can you tell me a little bit about, uh, for starters, how you met Shante, how you were introduced to her and the business she started, what she's trying to accomplish? Sure. Actually, um, getting to her story was sort of a serendipitous experience because I was covering an event a couple of weeks ago and just happened to be talking to somebody and they just referenced her and suggested that I should contact her about this amazing business that she's doing for the youth. And I just thought this is the type of story that's really up our alley and just took it, gave her my contacts and Shante actually did connect with me and which I was very, very happy for. And we just had a really nice chat. And that's pretty much what happened. So you just never know what's what's going to come about a random conversation that you're doing, you're having on the street. 
And she was very open with her personal story. So she basically had a pretty rough upbringing. She was originally from New Haven, grew up in a rough neighborhood. And her mother at the time was addicted to cocaine. And her dad was pretty much jailed the entire time she was growing up. So she didn't really have a father figure and she had a lot of um, desire for it, but obviously he wasn't there. And that really created a huge impact on her life. Not only that, she was also dealing with a lot of bullying in school. She grew up poor and dressed in hand-me-downs that were actually, I guess you can call it hand-me-ups because it's from her younger brother. And um, it's just not, it wasn't really a good place for her to grow up in. Um, but she she's pretty much survived and um, she credits a lot of what she can do today to her past uh, while recognizing that not everyone can can do that and which is why she's here is she wants to to be here for the kids that may or may not have had the same upbringing and just to let them know that it's okay and someone is there for them it's just the the someone has to be there so that, that's kind of what started it and uh this all has a very strong focus on mental health of of the youth and adolescents and people at a time that's very, it can be very rough depending on what you're going through. And she's overcome a great deal. So that may, I mean, to a point where she seems to be an incredibly strong person. I mean, what, what was that interview like? And what, what, what are some of the, what, what was she like as a person to sort of speak to? And what, what, what did it, what did she convey about the message she's trying to spread? She was really easy to talk to. And I think it helped that she really wants to share her story in the sense that when her audience is, or when her audience are these kids, it was really important for her to let them know that while their experiences may not be the same, but that she understands. Because I think that's where the miscommunication comes from a lot between generations is this gap between adults and kids. And she really wants to bridge that. And, and of course, the program is not just focused on, on children who has grown up in a traumatic environment. It's really for children of all backgrounds, but especially for those who have, it was really important for her to be able to convey to them that she does have this understanding whether or not the experience is the same or not. And the, the conversation itself, it was just, it was very, it was very positive considering what the topic was and she didn't shy away from anything. And I honestly didn't really have to ask anything specific. It was just, we were both aware that it was because of her challenges that sort of inspired her to create Enlighten Me. So it really just came from her. And and I always make it very open that it's whatever you want to share with me. And so whatever you're reading and whatever you're hearing today are stories that she was willing to share. And, and she's only 34 years old. That's another thing. And um, she has two kids of her own. And so her upbringing certainly informed her as how she wants to be a parent. But she's also very honest. Um, she still said that, well, she's her mother's child. Um, and also, I just also I want to point out that um, her mom at some point did decide that it was time to turn her life around. So Shante had that. And um, while she still craved for her father, um, at least her mom went through that realization and brought some positivity back into her life. And, and they're still close till today. So 
What would you say is the message that Shante wants to push most or spread most through what she's doing now? Because obviously she's someone who's probably learned a lot from what she's experienced, but there has to be one overall uh, idea behind what she's doing. That's actually a really perfect question because she does have sort of a main theme, which is self-love. And the basis of that is because of her upbringing, she has always found a hard time loving herself. And and she, she talked about, as a society, we talk about self-love a lot, but we don't talk about the other things like acceptance or or the bad things and, and how to deal with that. So the idea of self-love, it actually encompasses a lot more than just the word love. And it took her a while, and she also recognizes that it's an ongoing process, but as a 34-year-old, she has come to love herself, and she is totally into the person that she sees in the mirror every day, and that's sort of the message that she hopes to convey to her kids, is to be able to love yourself, uh, regardless of what your circumstances are. And that's, that's pretty much her main theme, and what she hopes to accomplish as a mentor or as a friend is to let these kids know that love is out there and you can find it. And ultimately you are worthy of that love. And it's, it's a little bit like, don't let anyone tell, tell you what to do or what to think or, or that you're worthless because that's not the case. So that's pretty much uh, that's a lot of messages, but it all kind of comes back down to self-love and that's the main goal that she wants to accomplish. And uh, at this point, how large is the network she's amassed with Enlighten Me? So when she first started the, the business idea, it was to create physical centers, like for like a child center or a teen center, a young women's center. But obviously with COVID-19, that's a little challenging right now. But um, now that's an ultimate goal. So for now, she is actually taking her program either virtually or to classrooms that are okay with doing social distance activities. And I think what's really cool about what she's doing is it's not like a TED talk, right, where she comes in and the kids sit there and listen to her talk to them. It's actually very engaging and the kids have to be involved. So she'll do activities like um poetry reading skits or telling stories. So the kids actually have to, you know, think about this and process what they're thinking and then how to convey it and to be involved. And so, and she'll do physical activities too. Like she took a, she took a yoga class with these kids at, um, at the Hartford community schools recently. So those are just a couple um, examples of what she does. And I think since her business began over the summer, she has taken in over 70 kids. So you can imagine if she was able to do that in a handful of months, I can only imagine what she can do, you know, once her business really kicks off after, after the pandemic. And is that, entirely local or is because of the virtual nature of all this has been she been able to spread beyond uh, the new britain new haven area she's definitely um hoping to expand there's a lot of uh, focus on the local area for now so she is originally from new haven but moved to new britain when she was sort of middle school high school age and so she's gone through the school system locally. And now she's actually in Bristol. So she has a home office based off in Bristol at the moment um, with hopes for expansion. So definitely. Do you know if she has any intentions of expanding the company in terms of the people 
uh, spreading the message or is that solely going to be her duty going forward? We didn't really touch on that too much just because it was, it's still in the very, very beginning stages. But I mean, from our conversations, it's one of those things where I think she will want to make that expansion. Uh, it's certainly a very one woman show right now, but if she's successful, I can certainly see this expanding to, to other people as well, because she's also working with a lot of other programs. So this business may be from by herself right now, but she's also working with a lot of different programs. So yeah, I, I, I definitely see her bringing in other people in the future. Well, Catherine, thank you for being our guest this week as uh, I interviewed you and you kind of interviewed yourself. Well, thank you. It's been a really exciting experience. And as always, you can find all of the stories mentioned today on newburtonherald.com and bristolpress.com. And please uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it so far. For Catherine, I'm Matt, and I uh, will talk to you next week. Talk to you guys next week.